Ali, my dear friend Shakuntala, Tambi Muto, and Tambi Mutu, and Ali Transboy Bratton. We are signing out. You've been listening to Renegade Solutions. We're a white Buffalo Camp Woman production. Please remember, every day is Earth Day. Every day is Say birthday. it. Say Every day's your birthday. <laughs> oh, mama, I travel with you. From Bordeaux to Chicago, everywhere that I go, I carry your songs in my heart and your rhythm in my flow. Free like the river, the almighty life giver is flowing through my pen. Okay, let me try again. It's flowing through me now. It's a And all his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's it? And all his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike, and this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike, and this is a loop. I'm loopy, and I'm tired. I'm Mike, and this is a show about food. Nice to meet you. Let's. We need to do something here right away because I'm kind of spaced out, and I'm kind of tired, and I need to uh, conjure up my inner chicken. So if you, uh, you care to join me, uh, go ahead. This is the, uh, Cannon's Jug Stompers. This will make perfect sense in a few minutes. I'm tired of chicken 
Say, Lord, I'm tired of saying, Have mercy. Have mercy. Said, I'm tired, chicken. Baby, I'm tired of saying, Oh, have mercy. I had a chill last night, Wood. Now I'm too tired to shake. Have mercy. Have mercy. Play it now. That's Cannon's Jug Stompers and Tired Chicken Blues. Thank you, Arwell, for hipping me to that tune. Did I say that was going to make sense? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, that and that one, I guess they're just tired of chicken. They're not tired chickens, and they have the blues, but they're tired of chicken. I'm tired, and I'm chicken to go on, but I will. Okay, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Now, there's a lot of events going on relating to food in the ground and food on your plate and food in your mouth and all that sort of thing, because... There's food under that them their ground, and it's trying to get out, and it's coming. It really is. Now, this weekend, there's going to be a Dance for the Earth Earth Day benefit for the Ecology Center's Mary Beth Doyle Environmental Health Fund. It's going to be at Downtown Home and Garden in Ann Arbor. That's at 210 South Ashley in Ann Arbor. I did say Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor. That's Saturday, April 21st at 8 p.m. goes until 11 p.m. There will be music by the Flying Latini Brothers with Chris Buhalis and friends. There will be live music, like I just said. I, I'm on the loop today. There will be live music with music that's live, yes. There will be dancing, costumes, prizes, silent auction featuring local artists and earth-friendly items. And that's all going to be on Dance for the Earth at Downtown Home and Garden for the Ecology Center. And you can find out about tickets and such by going to ecocenter.org. That's E-C-O-C-E-N-T-E-R dot org. And perhaps you're thinking to yourself, I have some dirt, what do I do with it? Well, you can test your dirt. Yes, in fact, you can have your dirt tested in Ann Arbor. You can find out through the Michigan State University Extension Soil Testing Program. Don't guess, soil test, it says. Bring us your dirt. And the next time, and actually the last chance you have to do that is April 21st, so you can, as you're getting ready for Earth Day benefit, you can grab some dirt and have it tested at several places, including Downtown Home and Garden, or the Ace Barnes Hardware Store in Ann Arbor on Stadium, or the Dexter Mill, which is open till 1 p.m. This is all on Saturday. You can bring in your dirt, and the MSU Extension Soil Testing Program will test it for you. Your soil will be tested for pH, essential nutrients for the plants you intend to grow, and organic matter. Note, this is not a test for contamination of soils, so that's not going to be the case. You'll have to select one of these tests, lawn, flower garden, vegetable garden, or trees and shrubs. You can get more than one test, but the samples must be collected separately. Using a clean trowel and a pail, which I've got on me right now, collect 10 representative soil samples from the area you're testing. For each sample, remove a trowel full of soil, which extends to the proper depth for your test. And they have a list here. This is, say, if you go and look up Don't Guess Soil Test Washtenaw, if you Google that, Don't Guess Soil Test Washtenaw, you can find out all about that. But you can have your dirt tested. If you got a little dirt on your jeans or your jacket, that might be something you might have tested too, because you never know if it's rock and roll enough, but there you go. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're going to play another tune now, and... What is it? What is this next tune? Anyway, we're going to talk all about stuff like, for instance, we're going to talk about 
roads and potatoes. And let's talk about the road for a second, shall we? This will make sense, too. This is from the Times and Star. This is a paper that uses three editions for the towns of Workington, Maryport, and Cockermouth in England to stay close to its readers. And this interested me because it was about potatoes. Back in World War II, you see you grow potatoes in, in the garden. Back in World War II, the propaganda boys were hard at work giving advice about healthy and economical eating. Leafing through the papers of our local pages of our local papers, pages, paper, paper, hold on, loop, ah, that's better. Leafing through the pages of our local papers, I came across adverts inserted by the Ministry of Food. I just slapped myself, didn't I? Their publicity people had created a couple of cartoon characters, Dr. Carrot and Potato Pete, to persuade the public to eat more carrots and potatoes. Potatoes could be grown by anyone, almost anywhere. Many a mature flower garden ended up as a potato patch. Pick up a paper and Potato Pete would probably appear in its pages. Did they? Okay. Everybody say this after me. Pick up a paper and Potato Pete would probably appear in its pages. One more time. Pick up a paper and Potato Pete would probably appear in its pages. Very good. Switch on the wireless and he would feature in various radio jingles. Recipes for using spuds were broadcast regularly. The ministry even produced a potato plan. This is not a science fiction book. This is reality. So what to do with the humble, preferably homegrown potato? In 1943, the West Cumberland Times carried an advert which plugged part five of the potato plan, potatoes in place of flour. Intrigued? Then how about having a go at this delicious recipe for chocolate sponge pudding made with potato? Mmm. Why not? After all, the advert tells us, what a good idea. You'll say, when you've tried this excellent flour... Oh. You'll say, when you've tried this excellent... What a good idea, you'll say, when you've tried this excellent flour-saving recipe, and perhaps it'll save a few brain cells, which would really do me a lot of good right now. Here are some of the ingredients, and you can look it up, actually, at the ever-important Times and Star newspaper in England. Raw potato, margarine, flour, sugar, cocoa, dried egg, baking powder, a pinch of salt, and a little milk or potato water, and some directions here. The advert ended with the words, flour costs ships. Use homegrown potatoes instead. Flowers co- flour costs ships. And, you know, a potato-built ship, a ship made of potatoes, that would be something. Another advert read, Here in the name of victory is your part in the potato plan. Don't just eat more potatoes. Eat potatoes instead of bread. This is, again, World War II. Will you serve... Point one. Will you serve potatoes for breakfast three days a week? Doctors say eat at least one pound of potatoes every day. Point two. Will you make your main dish a potato dish one day a week? Point three. Refuse second helpings of other food at any rate until you have had a second helping of potatoes. Point four. Make a point of serving potatoes in other ways than plain boiled. Just one of the recipes put out by the ministry during the war, urging everyone to do their bit on the kitchen front. What a relief it must have been when hostilities ceased, with a greater variety of food being available and fewer potatoes. You would think so. But as late as 1948, the Ministry of Food was still putting out its food facts adverts in the papers. One of them headed Inspiration for Supper. And what was on offer? How about potato devils, hot potato salad, and peasant omelette? The last dish was, of course, made with potatoes. The people in the ministry seemed to be forever churning out slogan after slogan, just like they do now. But did anyone really take any notice of them? Did cyclists really take more care when they'd been warned about the traffic jimp? Can you remember the traffic jimp? Uh, I had to look that one up. What's the traffic jimp? That's J-I-M-P. 
This was a long-running character in press adverts in England in the late 1940s, a bad angel who persuaded pedestrians that there was time to dart across the street when there wasn't. This is very appropriate to Ann Arbor in certain intersections. I'm thinking, let's see, uh, Liberty and Maynard. Yes, the traffic jimp. Did anyone really rein in their spending after being warned about the squander bug? Did the slogans work? George Birmingham, writing in the in the WCT, which stands for something, West Cumberland Times, in 1943, thought not. To quote, Should we not face our eggless breakfasts in better tempers if we were not pelted with phrases, many silly, some untrue, all insults to our intelligence? He could be writing now. That's from the Times and Star. And now for your educational pleasure, which is always very pleasurable. Here's the road safety song by the Wee Hairy Beasts. Hey, Daddy, don't travel so fast. Put your seatbelt on. There's a deer in the road, slow down. There's a deer in the road, slow down. The sky is getting dark and we're six miles out of town. There's a deer in the road, slow down. There's a duck on the road, quack, quack. There's a duck on the road, quack, quack. Looking left and looking right, it's just like water off his back. There's a duck on the road, quack, quack. There's a chicken in the road, why, why? There's a chicken in the road, why, why? She's just trying to get to the other side. There's a chicken in the road, why, why? The bug and the headlights splat All over the windshield splat And the last thing that went through its mind was it's But there's a bug in the headlights splat There's a snail in the road, slow down There's a snail in the road, slow down There's a snail in the road, and a cricket and a toad there's a snail in the road, slow down There's a snail in the road, slow down There's a snail in the road, slow down <laughs> Nice sound effects, yeah. That was, uh, that were the Wee Hairy Beasts and Animal, from the album Animal Crackers, that was the road safety song. And that was beautiful. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're here talking about potatoes in the middle of the road and what they can do to your tires and things like that, um, maybe in another dimension. But in the meantime, there's a lot of events going on. I talked earlier about the event at the Home and Gardens, at the that is the downtown, downtown Home and Garden, where they're having the Earth Day benefit this Saturday from 8 to 11 p.m., also, I want to talk about another group of people who I've talked about before, had them on my show, always of interest, the Agrarian Adventure. It's a nonprofit organization that's currently based at Tappan Middle School in Ann Arbor. The group creates and sustains an organic school garden. And what's interesting is school gardens are a great thing in schools. Perhaps they're not so common, but this one helps integrate food systems and health education into the curriculum and the school day. The goal is to make the garden a part of the living, breathing life in the school. It also offers an after-school program focused on food, gardening, and activism. 
The Agrarian Adventure works in partnership with a community of over 950 students, teachers, and staff at Tappan Middle School. And the Agrarian Adventure has a school garden work day, which is open to anyone, no experience necessary. They say drop in, rain or shine, dress for the weather. It's this Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. See, everything's happening this Saturday, so be prepared. The garden is used as an edible educational resource for students, teachers, and community members, and a portion of the fresh produce is always donated to local food banks. The garden is located on the top of the hill behind Tappan Middle School in Ann Arbor, so they say show up and do some work. Now, they've also got a bunch of events coming up for spring. Not only do they have the school garden work day, next Wednesday they have the fourth annual seedling planting day, and this is something coming up Sunday, April 29th, Green is the New Black, a youth and community fashion show featuring transformed thrift items. The website for Agrarian Adventure says that models are needed and organizers are needed. So if you're a budding model, budding, oh, that's good. Ah, ah, I cracked myself up. The Agrarian Adventure Spring Festival. Oh, I'm jumping ahead already. That is Green is the New Black. Sunday, April 29th, there is a fee, and you can find out all about this stuff at agrarianadventure.org. Also, they're having a spring festival, which we're going to definitely talk about as it approaches. Food from the Earth to Your Belly, Friday, May 18th at 6, to, at 6 p.m. and lasting until 8 p.m., a community celebration. And you can find out all about that at agrarianadventure.org. Now, going back to Britain and the traffic jimp, which I've been thinking about for probably a large part of my life, is this going to be Liberty Cabbage by Rufus Wainwright? I hope so, because I'm not so sure all of a sudden. Liberty Cabbage by Rufus Wainwright is a song that I prepared to bring today, but I'm having the funny feeling, so you get the sound of effects of me frantically scrambling to figure out what I'm going to do. There's a tune by Rufus Wainwright called Liberty Cabbage, which I have wanted to play for the express reason that we have talked about Victory Gardens in World War II just a moment ago. Liberty Cabbage is what they came to describe sauerkraut as because as you know in world war ii germans were considered bad that was that was the thing and so it was politically incorrect to call sauerkraut sauerkraut so they called it liberty cabbage and it's kind of like the freedom fries of world war ii and there's a song called liberty cabbage by by rufus wainwright and yet nonetheless wait could this be it hold on okay this is very exciting i'm sure to listen to but we're gonna throw something else on right now this group these people we hairy beasts do a song called animal crackers and it is only peripherally related to animal crackers and that's why i like it i'm animal crackers i'm a human zoo i got ants in my pants i got butterflies crying crocodile tears my puppy dog eyes I've been monkeying around I'm a dog for you I'm animal crackers I'm the human zoo I can sing like a bird I'm a cowboy song I'm a little horse Cause I sung too long Had a whale of a time I'm a busy bee I'm the black sheep Of the family Living high on the hog Just lying around Happy as a clown one horse town Got my head in the sand But I never forget A can of worms I'm the teacher's pet
kid, a little lost lamb, a pig in muck, a real cool cat, a fly in the ointment, I'm a dirty rat, I got ants in my pants, I got butterflies, crying crocodile tears, from my puppy dog eyes, I've been monkeying around, I'm a dog for you, and I'm Animal crackers, I'm the human zoo. I'm animal crackers, I'm the human zoo. I'm animal crackers, I'm the human zoo. Yep, that's animal crackers, and that is the wee hairy beasties. Did I say wee hairy beasts? Oh my goodness, I got that wrong. This don't confuse these people with wee hairy beasts. These are the wee hairy beasties, and it's on Bloodshot Records, and the album's called Animal Crackers. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking about exciting events, rebirth, and all that sort of stuff for spring. Rebirth and spuds and traffic jimps. And look out, look both ways, especially when you're crossing Packard. Coming up very soon, the Dreamland Theater is coming back. The Dreamland Theater, which is a wonderful cultural thing going on in Ypsilanti, has been for some years now. It used to be in Depot Town in Ypsilanti. Now there's a spa there. And I, and I don't think the spa has marionette shows like the Dream Man Theater did, because unless they're doing the marionettes on your back and that's therapeutic, I don't think so. But the Dreamland Theater has moved in Ypsilanti. Now it's on Washington Street, close to Michigan Avenue. It's That's where they're going. And starting on April 27th, Friday, April 27th, the Dreamland Theater reopens with the Totally Awesome Festival. It's the third annual Totally Awesome Festival. They're going to have the Dreamland Puppet Troupe, they're going to have music by food-oriented folks such as Lord of the Yum Yum. See, that's that's delicious. And they're going to have people like Emily Bate, Patrick Elkins, other local focals, and uh, Child Bite. That's another food reference. Zach Wallace, Annie Palmer, Matt Jones, the Beta Males, so many different people. And there's going to be a Midnight Mystery Surprise Guest. Mm. And the headliner will be Ben Miller's Take Home Fashion Show all day, every day. This is at the Dreamland Theater, actually, starting Friday, April 27th and going through Sunday, April 29th. These events will also be taking place, some events will also take place at the Banana Tina in Ypsilanti, which is also a food reference. And some of the musicians at Banana Tina will include the Liquid Music Ensemble, which is quite delicious, Emily Jane Powers, uh, Forest People, which, you know, you grow food in the forest, so many other people, Bear Mountain Picnic, video games, and there will be pancakes at the Banana Tina at some point. So you can find out all about the events of the Dreamland Theater and also also listed at, all the events will be listed at dreamlandtheater.com in Ypsilanti. This is a place that has had marionette shows for quite some time, very creative stuff, also creative experimental music as well, all kinds of things. And in fact, I talked about Liberty Cabbage a moment ago and Freedom Fries, they had uh, Naya there, who is the creator of the Dreamland Theater, has had a very scary marionette called Freedom Fries, which has actually paid a visit to WCBN, has six arms, a cell phone in each arm, has an American flag skirt, and has nipples that dispense uh, ketchup and mustard. This is all very, very interesting and very important. This is the Freedom Fries marionette that she brought in. And that's so that's all about the totally awesome festival April 27th to the 29th at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti. And coming up in just about 5 minutes Arwolf will be here to help you face the music. He has just now entered with his suitcase of mayhem. But in the meantime, speaking of gardens, we've been talking about gardens. This is another item of news from England and that's that's where it is. 
Bromley is a borough of London, you should know that. Wikipedia says Bromley has an area of 59 square miles, of which the majority is Greenbelt land. Now, from the Bromley Times, we've been to uh, Crackermouth, or whatever the name of that place was. Now we're at, at Bromley Times, in the Bromley Times for April 18th. A councillor is trying to build a block of flats on London Mayor Ken Livingstone's back garden to, quote, give him a taste of his own medicine. Bromley councillor and London Mayor hopeful Simon Fawthorpe has submitted the planning application to highlight the plight of his constituents. He said, he wants to build on all my residents' back gardens in Pettiswood, so I wanted him to, wanted to give him a taste of his own medicine. The policy of Livingstone and this Labour government is eradicating back gardens from Greater London and replacing them with infill, backland, and high-density developments. These gardens are the lungs of London. A spokesman for Mr. Livingstone said, The claim that the London plan supports building on back gardens is silly and shows what a low level the criticisms of the mayor's policies to plan for London's future have reached. Last year, Bromley Council lost its fight against the mayor over a requirement in the London plan to increase the density of housing. So, fighting for gardens in London... And we also heard about flying potatoes. No, actually flying into your pot and being cooked. But to go back and just recap some of the stuff going on this weekend as we head towards the tail end of Pandora's Lunchbox. Dance for the Earth. That's a benefit at the Downtown Home and Garden at 210 South Ashley this Saturday from 8 to 11 p.m. Live music from the Flying Latini Brothers, Chris Buhalis and Friends, and dancing, costumes, prizes, a silent auction, and earth-friendly items. This will all be at the Downtown Home and Garden, and it's a benefit for the Ecology Center's Mary Beth Doyle Environmental Health Fund this Saturday. The Agrarian Adventure has a school garden workday this Saturday, 12 to 2 p.m., and you can find out about that at agrarianadventure.org. And next week they have the Green is the New Black fashion show featuring transformed thrift items. That will be all a part of the Agrarian Adventure at agrarianadventure.org. And as we just said, the Totally Awesome Fest is coming up April 27th through the 29th. It's food for thought, it's music, and it's all of those things and all of those things. That's coming up at the Dreamland Theater in Ipsy at its new location on Washington Street, not far from Michigan Avenue. And there will also be events at the Food Reference Banana Tina. Well, I've been Mike for at least some time now, and I intend to be at least until I'm something else. Arwolf and Face the Music is next, and I just played a song about animal crackers, so I figured, well, needless to say, I should probably play another one. Neither of these songs have a direct connection to animal crackers, and yet use them as either a metaphor or an excuse. But this is Kid Creole and the Coconuts and Animal Crackers, song about uh, imperialism. Yeah. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike, and this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
Gathers is Washtenaw County's food rescue and food bank program. Every day throughout the year, we fight hunger where we live. Call us at 761-2796 to find out how you can volunteer, how you can donate money, how you can donate food. Call us at 761-2796 to find out the role you can play in fighting hunger. Nice outro. It's a minute past seven. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is R. Wolf, and it's time to face the music. I'd like to begin with a brand-new national anthem. We're always looking for alternate national anthems because our national anthem here in the U.S. is so rude and pugnacious and meaningless. and uh, Not entirely meaningless. It does contain annoying phraseology like bombs bursting in air. I would much rather have a national anthem like the recording made during the 1950s by Frank Chaxfield, the great uh, British light orchestra leader. This is called The Little Red Monkey, and it it has some sounds that uh, they really sound for all the world like they're made by a theremin, but they appear, appear to be generated by...